His name is Yaroslav Hunka. He's a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his service. God Almighty. There is nothing heroic about this guy, Yaroslav Hunka, who voluntarily signed up to the uh, 14th Waffen Grenadier Division. This was formed by the Nazis to carry out a Nazi ambitions, which of course included getting rid of Jews. And this was a pretty elite corpse. It pledged its loyalty to Hitler, uh, stood independently of the German army, and would get personal addresses by the chief architect of the Holocaust, a friendly guy named Heinrich Himmler. You might know the name. And after the war, uh, a number of these Nazis came here to Canada. And despite orders not to let them in, many ended up getting a uh, cabinet-level exemption back in the 50s and managed to hide away in this country and live out their lives. Shouldn't have happened, but nonetheless, uh, for Hunka, he went to North Bay. And now Poland wants this 98-year-old extradited. Will it happen? I don't know. I think a lot of people are wondering. How many are there? But let me bring in Avi Benlolo, who's founding chairman and CEO of the Abraham Global Peace Initiative. Good to have you. Thank you very much for having me this morning, Alex. Boy, oh boy. I, I thought for sure uh, between stuffing cheesecake into my face, breaking the fast last night, or, or uh, you know, stuffing lasagna, that, that there'd be a resignation. And we have not yet had a resignation or even a formal apology by the prime minister. Is that enough for you? Look, uh, what we're looking for is accountability. I think Canadians need to understand uh, what happened here. Um, how could this have been happening? Um, you know, why this um, uh, Nazi uh, wasn't vetted in advance? A simple Google search uh, would have turned up quite a bit of information, as we all know. Um, and so I think Canadians deserve an answer, uh, an answer from our prime minister, an answer from the Speaker of the House, uh, about why this guy was uh, not vetted and why, uh, you know, it was an embarrassing situation for Zelensky himself. And it put Canada on a very uh, poor footing internationally, particularly vis-a-vis -vis, uh, Russia, where we're feeding into their narrative now. Yeah, because it goes far beyond the Jewish community. Um, it goes internationally, certainly. Um, and and I think it's exposed what a lot of us knew um, but but haven't wanted to admit is that we just don't know. A lot of people just don't know history, and um, and and we make mistakes now. And that is that is, you know, not the kind of thing you want to do with history. Is, is you don't want to repeat it. Right. That's right. I, look, I have to tell you something, and I know it's going to sound a little funny, but in a way, I'm kind of happy this happened. And the reason why is because for uh, well over three decades, I've been trying to bring attention to the issue of Nazi war criminals in this country. Yeah. And we have a problem. We have a very serious problem uh, where uh, our government has repeatedly, uh, multiple governments have repeatedly uh, ignored since the Duchenne Commission, where it was, um, you know, uh, where, where there was a list of over a thousand Nazi war criminals that we knew about at yeah. the time who had entered this country illegally. And these people were war criminals. And we allowed them to live happily in our country. And it goes all the way into the very last uh, situation with Helmut Oberlander, who was denaturalized several times and told to leave the country. And in the end, he died peacefully in bed uh, right here. And so um, we have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves, you know, why this happened. We have to uh, do a lot of soul searching 
And frankly, um, you know, while the Jewish community stands with Ukraine, mm-hmm. and Israel stands with Ukraine, and I went over and I helped Ukrainian refugees, um, and we raised money and, and all of that, and we will continue to do that, um, you know, there has to be some reconciliation and some admittance from the Ukrainian community uh, about many uh, Nazi uh, war criminals who live uh, among among us within that community and in some cases are protected by that community. And so we need to reconcile ourselves to this uh, truth and reality as Canadians. Sure. But I mean, North Bay is not a big place. Um, and it's hard for me to believe that no one knew, wow, that guy over there is, you know, a was with the Nazis, someone would have known. It's just so hard for me to imagine any of this happen. Having said that, um, there are a lot of questions being raised. You know, like we're talking about a time in history when you've got, uh, you know, the Prime Minister Mackenzie King saying one Jew's too many, and yet on the other side, Canada's opening the door and saying, all right, uh, you killed Jews, okay, you can come in and hide, just don't make yourself seen. So it's, it is a shameful part of our history. Um, and, and so how many more are out there? I know Simon Wiesenthal did a, an extraordinary amount of work trying to hunt them down, and they were able to track some down. But do we know how many more um, Mr. Hunk is out, are out there? Well, it's a, it's a great question. I mean, you know, and we, we don't know the exact number at this point because time has ticked on. And, you know, only several uh, years ago we knew that there were a few hundreds left, but now even this fellow is 98 years old. We do know that in Germany, they're, they're still bringing 98-year-olds uh, to trial, and they've just done it. So it's not too late. It's not too late to go after anyone else that we find remaining. Uh, I'd like to see the Ukrainian community, if they're aware of any of these people that are um, yeah. alive within their midst, I'd like them to come forward. And if any of them are listening, the leaders, I'd like them to please come forward and put their names forward so that they can face justice. Um, You know, and I want to remind all Canadians that this is not just a Jewish issue. Canadians went overseas to fight the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Over 40,000 Canadian soldiers were killed in action, liberating Europe. 100,000 were injured. And so, uh, you know, this is not just the Jewish community uh, speaking out. It's all Canadians speaking out. And we saw that in the media and I'm very proud to see the media reaction and the, the public reaction uh, about this particular case. And I don't know. I, I kind of feel like the reaction should have been a lot sooner. Like, like I don't know, you know, and in that moment, it's hard to think whether they heard the history wrong. And it was just like people were registering after the fact saying, Who, what's he talking about? Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, condemn all the MPs because they would have assumed that this guy was vetted. Um, yeah. You know, but but. You know, the only thing that I think um, will suffice is that someone is fired for this or someone is, you know, we will get the lessons out. And and sadly, it's a hard, it's not a lesson that we should have had to learn this way. Um, But it it just shouldn't have happened. It is is a very important lesson. And it's interesting that you brought up something very, very, um, very interesting. Actually, tonight, we're launching at Queens Park, a new exhibit called Not In My Name. And the exhibit is about the MS St. Louis. And it was a ship that was disallowed uh, by Canada to enter. It was 900 plus Jewish refugees who fled Germany uh, in 1939 on this ship called the MS St. Louis. The ship was turned away by Canada because Canada was very anti-Semitic at at that time. 
And so, and so while the ship of Jews were turned back and many of them were gassed in Hitler's uh, gas chambers, uh, we allowed Nazis into this country mm-hmm. following the war. And this juxtaposition is so important for Canadians to understand. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. 100% because we, we consider ourselves a, a, you know, a fighter of human rights, you know, for fight, human rights. And, you know, I, I think because people have used the word Nazi and smeared so many people with it, it's taken the meaning uh, out of the actual word. Um, having said all that, uh, you know, we're still very naive. We've still got, you know, monuments in Alberta. We've got one in, in Oakville Park, which, you know, they avoid the mention of SS origins, but but we do pay tribute, <laughs> you know, to this particular division of the uh, Ukrainian National Army. And I just, we don't seem to, to be very uh, smart about this stuff. No, we do. We do. And those monuments exist across Canada. And again, I have I have to tell you, you know, they were put up. Uh, many of them uh, by these communities, the Ukrainian community and others. And I don't want to come out against the Ukrainian community because I've, I, I stood with them on Friday night with Zelensky. I'm sure that's solid right, yeah. in, in solidarity, you know, and I'm happy. So you were you in um, Parliament when he was honored? I, no, I was not okay, you were in at Parliament. The, oh, I get you were at the... Uh, Thankfully, yeah. I, was at, I was in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. um, I was in at Toronto. At the Armory, yeah. Uh, when they honored Zelensky, and I was pleased to be there in, in support of, of the Ukrainian community and in support of, of what Zelensky is doing. I think he's, he's a, just an incredible guy for standing up to Russia against um, you know, this tyranny. Um, and, so, and so the Jewish community is, is there completely in support. But we want to see the same thing happen uh, from the Ukrainian community. We want to see these monuments taken down. And we want to see every last Nazi war criminal uh, brought to justice. And this is not just a Jewish issue, it's a Canadian issue for, for all of us to reconcile. Well, they're quick to tear down Sir John A. Macdonald, but the uh, the real hate they leave up. We'll continue talking uh, about it. No question. I'm sure Mr. Zelensky is absolutely horrified right now. But uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, thank you very much, Alex. Abby Ben Lolo uh, joining us here.